Hey kids, it's your old buddy Shock Duck here with Shock Duck's tip of the day. Everybody loves rope suspension. God damn, it makes beautiful photos and it seems like everyone is doing it. But remember, it's incredibly easy to do long-term nerve and joint damage to the bottom. Please do not attempt rope suspension without proper training. So before you hoist, to get her moist, get your ass to a class. Going over crunchy. H.T. Holmes coming at you two inches at a time. <laughs> Warning for underage listeners. This is an adult-oriented podcast. There will be frequent references to kink, sex, crude language, and various other grotesqueries. If you're under 18 and looking for answers and upfront advice about sex, please visit scarletteen.com. Also, for the dude bro listeners out there, this is nerdy shit. Go away. Welcome to the Gotham Press Podcast. This is a verbal orgy about anything like the Grafenberg spot. The difference between Star Trek and Star Wars. The finer points of throwing a pair of floggers and just whatever the hell we find to talk about. That said, if you have a desire to learn these and many more kinktastic nergasms, stay tuned. Welcome listeners, welcome back to the Gotham Press. You need to sound more excited about that. And there was much rejoicing. Yay! As you can hear, we have a live audience. audience. <laughs> a live audience. Live audience. We don't have a live audience. Not yet. A dead audience. <laughs> a dead audience. Alright. So, listeners, we have like double the people that we normally would tonight. Before we get into things, we're just going to go around and do introductions. So, we're going to start here. Hi, my name's Chris. And Chris, whoa, Chris what, what, what is all this for? Well, to just be a nerd and promote the spoof. For, uh, and Gotham Chris. Okay. I'm the intern. The gopher. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I graduated from the gopher. He got a raise. There's, no, ma- there's no money in it, just a new title. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, so you triple the salary. Still no money. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah, I'm doing everybody. I'm, you know who I am. I'm Z-List. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can suck his horse cock. <laughs> you maintain to prove it. Anyway. Hello, I'm Leopard. Hi, Leopard. Hello. Wow. Leopard has gone like three-year-old. Hi, Leopard. <laughs> I'm Greedy. You all know that. I'm Dan or HD or um, horse dick. Horse, uh, well, HD stands for horse dick. Crunchy, crunchy, creamy, creamy uh, everything. You gotta work on your consistency, dear lord. <laughs> <laughs> say, are you peanut butter or something now? Yeah. Say, I can be peanut butter. No, you need a better diet. <laughs> right? Like, give me more jalapenos and pineapple. <laughs> oh, ugh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> no, crunchy's pretty bad. <laughs> All right. Hi, I'm Angela, or the Shadow Government. The Shadow Government. The Shadow Government. And uh, I'm UK. Right. Or Darth Evil. Married or, to the or, Shadow or Government. Or Darth Evil. Yeah. Yep, married to the Shadow Government, mm-hmm. as Chris said. So, all of you strange people that are here well, for wait, the first time. Wait, who uh, the fuck are you? Oh, yeah, I guess I probably should introduce myself. Because, <laughs> motherfucker, I'm awesome. There you go, dude, don't lie. <laughs> Right now, he's being more awesome than you. Oh! Yo. Is that a ride around my mom's ride? Burn! <laughs> oh, what? Hey, do you not man. know the song? <laughs> Probably not. Oh. 
It's okay. It's all right. They one see day me mowing my front lawn. <laughs> Actually, that fits very well for him. <laughs> no, remember he did that song in high. Zealous did that song in high school. I did. He was yeah. sour cream in the group because no, 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 no. That was the group's name. It's whiter than sour cream. There you go. I'm. Yeah. You okay? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hi, awesome. Hi, <laughs> uh, UK. Why do we have the, all these strange people in tonight? Um, we were promised food. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> and drinks again. No yeah. drinks. Well, um, drinks possibly we can provide food. Um, but all the water's gone. I still don't have any. Well, no, they're, they're, they're <laughs> I still don't know where to go get it. I, well, someone show me where. Sit down, Crunchy. <laughs> Well, when we when we break for commercial, we'll go get a drink. Oh, thank you. oh come on. We have commercials. Yes. We can pretend. Shut up. Yeah, we we are here to pimp the spoof. Yeah. Pimp the spoof. Hi. What's the spoof? Spoof the saga is an independent sci-fi parody. Uh, makes fun of Star Wars, Star Trek, uh, Aliens, Firefly, Firefly, Serenity, anything. No, it's not the same thing. Firefly <laughs> is a TV show owned by one company, and Serenity is a movie oh, okay. that is owned by another company. Like Fox, Fox and Universal, two different companies. Like Star Trek, CBS, and Paramount? Exactly. Okay. That is more than who about Star Trek right there. <laughs> I didn't know Firefly and Serenity were done by two different companies. Uh, for legal reasons, Fox, who uh, they are a cluster of yeah, yeah. morons. Cluster Fox. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, they they do not have a clue, and uh, yeah, they they refuse to let Joss Whedon use his own creation, and so they they were not able to use the name Firefly. They had they went with the name of the ship, which is Serenity, and that's why the movie has a different name than the TV series, and it's produced by Universal, not by 20th Century Fox. Oh, okay. Because, yet again, Fox is a bunch of fucktards. Mm-hmm. And they're going to sue days. us all. <laughs> no, no, they'll just sue me. The, 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 sue Greedy, care of Gotham Podcast. Gotham Press Podcast. I don't give a shit. <laughs> well, you hey, should. I came up with that name. I'm proud of that name. I know, you are. It's it's good. I, I'm very glad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do much for this damn thing. I at least came up with a fucking name. <laughs> you know, it's a good name. I, I will give you credit for that. Thank it's you. a very right. good name. And so, and what do you do for the for I the spoof? everything. Everything? Yeah, that's why I'm the shadow government. You are the shadow government yes. for the spoof. Mm-hmm. I'm the producer. The producer and everything else. And everything else. Oh, okay. Yeah. The main lines getting your name and lights. Ah. Yeah. Thank you. You know, I've had more activity <laughs> on my Facebook. I've had that, that thing for like four or five, I don't know how many years. And I never got more than like two likes on anything until I started doing this. And now I'm up to 20, guys. So until you start doing this podcast, right? What? <laughs> until you start doing this podcast? Yeah, right? still waiting on, on All right, perfect. that. But. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but that's great because you know we do the social media, we do the casting, um, the driving, the feeding, <laughs> the printing, the everything, the purchasing. Yeah, it is. It's all the grunt work, so that he all the can go ahead and do the artistic stuff, and then they can do the acting things. 
Well, I thought the grunt work was supposed to be handled by well, the intern. No. intern. He handles low-level grunt work. Uh, I handle high-level grunt work, right? When he, and he also he handles like the low... You say you pointed to him. Oh, yeah, he handles the low-hanging fruit. <laughs> what kind of, you, you, you put you hey, pointed to him as an actor. Well, of course, and he's to be fair, so exactly when, when we need an actor yes, to balls. lay there and play dead, that's him. Yeah. The question is, whose low hanging fruit do you handle? <laughs> <laughs> and Crunchy that's steals what, it. That's, that's he handles the horse sticks. <laughs> he handles the horse sticks balls. That's that's awesome. There we go. All right, someone's got to kick. All right, all right, HD Crunch. <laughs> Crunchy HD. Crunchy HD. There we go. Crunchy HD. Yeah. All right. What do you do for Spoof the Saga? Oh, I'm an actor. I play Crunchy, who's uh, I'm not gonna say Chewbacca because that's copyrighted, but that's who I'm parodying. I, I think you just did say yeah. Chewbacca. Yeah. <laughs> 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 did you just say? Yeah. Well, yeah. well, I think oh, Wookiee is copyrighted too. The quotation. Yeah, Wookiee is also copyrighted. Yeah, big giant anyway, furry so, monster uh, that isn't a dick. <laughs> Wookiee monster? You're, you're no, the big a giant furry monster. Yeah, a walking carpet. Dick. We'll go with that. That's yeah. not copyrighted. Yeah, walking walking, I'm a walking carpet. Uh, I play that, um, and then a few other minor roles um, as needed. A guard. I was a yeah, I was an Imperial guard and a. Uh, Person, uh, I guess a pilot or a pilot at the in the cantina. Yeah, scene. in the cantina. So uh, that was cool. It's eight hours of uh, drinking soda all day. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's a cantina, isn't it supposed to be alcohol there? Well, yeah, but I couldn't be drunk on camera. That'd just be. I think that would be fantastic method acting if you were drunk on camera. <laughs> it would be the perfect bar actor. Oh, I mean, see, you can't fake drunk as well as you can actually be drunk. But see, all the pictures, like, after, like, the whole th- scene is said and done, you just see him in the background, like, slowly start leaning more until finally he's, like, falling <laughs> And, like, literally as, like, in the matter of, like, a minute, he magically goes from dead sober to dead. Like, just dead. Oh. <laughs> and, like, the whole alcohol poisoning scenario in, like, see, a span of a minute. the more drunk you are, the more stunts they can make you do because you're loose. Yeah. See? There oh, you go. There see? You go. And then Wait, what kind of stunts? Yeah, what are we talking about? Yeah, see, that's what I was thinking about. I was like, whoa, is it gummy bear loose? <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. Damn, wow. You missed that whole conversation. Yeah, I, I guess I did. <laughs> okay, I'm, uh, do you I, know who uh, Hot Kinky Joe is, the, the porn star? Yeah. Okay, you so you've probably seen the video where she takes like a pound of uh, gummy worms, gummy bear worms, uh-huh. whatever it is, and yeah, that's... Yep. Yeah, okay. I want to. I want to replicate that video, like, but finding someone with that loose of an asshole is—that's a yeah. woman. Uh, this is why you need to come to our group more often. It's I found. Do know. Yeah. It's found. You know, every time I see hands, I've got the gummy bear song stuck in my head because <laughs> he asked me to explain his character, and I start singing the gummy bear song. Hands. And now I'm gonna hands. Hands Yolo. Hands Yolo. Hands Yolo. I'm gonna get them crossed together. And now, now whenever you think of hands or see Darren, you're going to think of Hot Kinky Joe's awesome ass yes. with all, all those gummy bears and the sounds <laughs> and just, yeah. It makes a sexy Speaking of Hot Kinky Joe, if you happen to listen to this, contact this guy. <laughs> wait, wait, who is this guy? This is... Um, on, well, on the podcast, you've always got to refer to yourself in third person. Yeah. So yeah. when when Greedy talks, everybody <laughs> listens. This guy is horse. Dick. Anyway, yeah, horse dick on uh, <laughs> Pet Life. It's uh, Pit Viper eighty nine. 
Pit Viper '89. Is I've anybody else uh, of of the actors and you? The poor intern. We don't we don't refer to the intern as the intern. We we refer well, we to him to, as you. We have to know who. A the you need to know who we're like. A you lower caps. Hey, lower caps. In lower caps. On the lower caps. In so, okay, of the Lowly actors, intern. director, producer, and intern, <laughs> aside from horse dick, are any of you on FET? No. No? No. What a pity. Uh, well, real quick. So, Chris, what do you do for a spoof? The um, I'm in charge of extras. I also do the advertising. I end up bringing people into the shop, and I'm also an extra. I do Django FET. Okay. Build costumes and stuff. Right. Nice. You do a random mercenary in armor. You can't be Django. Yeah, you can't be. You can't be. Man, because Django's licensed. No, no, no. If you don't have the D, it's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> did you do that on purpose? Or did you no. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. She automatically impi- implies that there isn't a D. I know, I was waiting to see who realized he did it on purpose. I, I, I realized it as soon as everybody started laughing. I was like, oh, fuck. And I made it funny. If you actually look at my armor, I've actually got the condors symbols on my shoulders. Right. <laughs> and who are the condors? It's our local hockey team. Ah, okay. So, we know that Chris is a hockey fan. <laughs> well, I work for Rob Bank, so I kind of have to be. Oh. Oh, my God. You don't, you don't okay. have to be. You if you gotta survive hockey season, yeah, you kind of need to. Be How long have you been there? Uh, this will be three years now. We'll talk later. <laughs> okay. I know somebody who used to work there, and the way they got through was Jaeger. Wow. Oh wow. Right. So yeah. intern, nobody yes. really cares what you do, so we're just gonna move on. Oh, oh no! Awesome burn. Kidding. He already kidding. figured it out. He had, he had hey, don't don't think about that. Or... Come back too long, you might get pregnant. No, no, baby. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right, intern. What do you do? I do just about everything that the shadow government does, but in a lower capacity. Okay. So you, you handle all the true grunt work. Go here. Get this. Yes. <laughs> Lift that. Move there. Very Te- much so. Take hey, intern, does this smell funky to you? <laughs> <laughs> intern. Oh, man. That, that's horrible. Intern, he needs a fluff. <laughs> Sorry, fetch me my Ewok porn. Wait, fluffy, 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 fluffy. Hold on, hold on. I, I need to focus on Ewok porn. Yeah, <laughs> Seriously, never heard of Ewok porn. What's wrong? Like the best things. It's like furries and midgets and porn. <laughs> what is the rule that everything everything exists in the porn format on the internet? Yeah. If, it, oh. if it doesn't, have rule thirty-five. Five. Eight or four, something like that. No, it's, 30, it's rule thirty-four, but and, and then rule thirty-six is if it doesn't have porn yet, there will be soon. Yes. What's rule one? All Nobody knows. No, no, no. <laughs> rule, no. Rule one is uh, these are the rules. Fight club, game. fight, fight club reference. Uh, oh, don't talk about it. Yeah, rule one. We don't, don't talk about the rules, about the rules of the internet. Oh, you can't yeah. just say fight club reference. Well, like, well, what well, is well, wrong I thought rule you? one was the internet is for porn. No. No. no, no, that's a song. That, that is, it's <laughs> a good song. song. It is <laughs> fabulous song. Mm. You said by Geek Street? No, oh, Avenue, Avenue, Avenue Q. Q. Avenue Q. Avenue Q. All right, so because everyone's you know, racist. Let's go ahead and let's get into the meat and potatoes of the show. Real quick, I, I do have I do have one question for these two. Who yeah. wait? Who are these two that you're the, pointing? These at? two are uh, UK and Angela. Angela. Do y'all play a game which involves the colors red and green? No? 
You would know. You would know what I was referencing <laughs> if you did. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, you, you said you said so uh, UK. You said <laughs> you said that uh, yeah, you're, you're, it's it's yeah. an augmented reality game. Um, you said that you had a nickname, Darth something. Oh, Darth Evil. Yeah, Dar- Darth Evil is from Darth Evil. Darth Evil from okay. the movie. Uh, I'm sorry. No, uh, there's there's a uh, a game that I play. It's called Ingress, and. Um, there's a local player that uh, he goes by Darth Vato, and I didn't. Hear <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't hear the last part of what you said. It yep. was uh, drowned out by something. You should listen. But, um, you should shut your mouth. <laughs> you shut your whore mouth, boy. <laughs> I was wondering when somebody was going to say shut your goddamn whore mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it always eventually gets there. <laughs> eventually, and then sometimes they go. Oh, you talk again? Here's my day. <laughs> Wow. And moving on <laughs> to that, our actual... That escalated so quickly. <laughs> Alright, so let's see here. Let's get into it for real, though. So we're going to start with our nerd news. Uh, nerd news, this go-round. Listener suggested topic by Shock Doc, as usual. We love you. We love you, Shock Doc. Yeah, Other let somebody people, else have please. a chance. Huh? Other people, please. Yes. We don't hate you. We really don't. Alright, so Shock Doc asks a question about Archer. Is, it, is everybody here familiar with this TV show Archer? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, okay. No. All right. Gotta love it. All right. So he he said, you know, it's absolutely it's an absolutely <laughs> terrific animated series. One of the best animated series. Um, but to be more serious, what is your favorite animated series and why? I would say it is by far the best animated series mm-hmm. that has ever been. It is. Followed in second by the Venture Brothers. Okay. Um, Archer, they, they take everything about James Bond and every, every uh, double agent movie that's ever been, and they give it a fucked up twist. I mean, there's, there's references to everything you could possibly think of in any sort of screwed up way. Um, but, great show. Very great show. Mm-hmm. I would recommend watching... Episode one, very first, decide whether or not you like it. Because that's how you get ants. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? Uh, this is crunchy here. Uh, I also am a huge fan of Archer. Just uh, like the the double O agent thing, and uh, also as it, uh, I think it's made by the same people who do like Modern Family, or uh, really? Yeah. Or what's that other show? Ah, they, anyway, but it's it's like those two shows like combined and everything. It's just hilarious. But um. My favorite animated cartoon of all time would... I don't know, there's too many, but I always liked... Uh, I mean, I'll just do the top three, because I can't choose Go one. for it. Um, Rocco's Modern Life was always... <laughs> <a great laughs> one. That was Rocco's cool. Modern Life. Um, yeah, the... Rocco's oh, baby, Modern Life. Oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby. Mrs. Big Head? Invader Zim, uh, just yeah. the, the... John and Vasquez... Uh, all this, I mean, I have nail bunny. So here, funny story about that. When I was at WonderCon uh, back in March, met Gurr. Oh, the voice actor? The voice actor the for voice Gurr. actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. He, you know, the do me do me do me do I never know. I don't know what he looks like. I, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> Does he look like that voice would be coming from his body? No. no not at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, have you, have you seen pictures of the guy that plays Elmo? Yeah. yeah. Kevin Clash. Think of that. You know, I, I just recently found out, what, like two years ago, that Mark Hamill does the voice for Zim, I think it was. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. 
Your nerd cred has been discredited. <laughs> you, sir, shut your fucking whore mouth because you have no, not a leg to stand on if you want to test me on that. When a problem comes around, you must zip it. Yes, uh, you do. And then the, the third it. would be Ren and Stampy. You eat it! The adult party cartoon, I found out, like, uh, the the Nickelodeon version was the uh, the severely edited version. Oh like, yeah, he still the, the creator I can't think of what his name is. Um, like he he still wanted his show to be out there, but he's like, damn it, I don't want to do so much editing, but I got to do it. So then, you know, years later when uh, MTV or whatever was Comedy was Central, MTV or FX, um, I think it was FX Comedy Central. One of those yeah. finally let him do the full version. The, yeah, the full version, and they were glorious. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, I love Archer and everything, but I'm like him. I've got, you know, a top three. And you mentioned one of them, Invader's in. And so I always used to love going through and finding out what he was able to slip past the sensor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's really fun to go through those episodes. Uh, but Dragonflies would have to be my first one, because that's actually what got me interested into uh, medieval games and Dungeons and Dragons. Dragonflies? And, yeah, it was actually a series that was started in Canada, and... It had a short run and it was pretty good, and then they just said, "Nope, screw it, cancel it." Blame Canada. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't blame Canada. My third would have to be Lady Death. Watching that anime was pretty uh, trippy and interesting. So I was right. So Fireflies was kind of like a character on Game of Thrones. <laughs> you're like you're like, hey, I love this. What? No! Where'd it go? <laughs> no, because Lady Death is up there with uh, Blood Rain, Curse of the Oma, and uh, Blue Seed. Okay. Blue Seed. Yeah, I did see Blue Seed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. The answer is pointed at. All right. Well, I do enjoy watching the episodes of Archer that I have seen. I can't say I'm a huge fan, I haven't seen every episode. I have watched the show that was very similar to that one before Archer came out, which was Frisky Dingo. You know, I did not see Frisky Dingo. People told me that I would enjoy it, but I just never I, I never oh. got into that either. Uh, I don't know. Well, Archer was just I think so, it's because so I watched hard. Archer first that I didn't enjoy that yeah, show it, it, it was a very similar type show. Completely different plot line to it, but it's it was Same animation, though. I'm going to say, yes. is this the same voice actor between yes. Frisky yeah. and uh, Archer? Yes. Oh, yeah, voice yeah. actor does a lot. Oh, oh yeah, he does. I remember Frisky Dinka now. <laughs> that, uh, the same voice actor for Archer is actually in, uh, was it Family Guy? Yeah, because oh, he's the, he's the one that runs the store. Mark Goldman? No, not more. Uh, the bar? Family Guy. It's, which one am I thinking of? Simpsons? Oh, no, uh, Bob's Burgers. Yeah, Bob's, Bob's Burgers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bob's Burgers, and it was one other one. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's a convenience <laughs> store worker in a show every once in a while because he was the one who hired Meg for a version of Oh, yeah. He's like, I've seen every movie ever. And oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. One that kind of looks like a fatter version of Chris. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just going to go with that. Oh, here. I'm Duncan's Okay, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. No, why, why was it... Uh, why, why do uh, people feel the need to talk? Why, why are we so afraid of awkward silence? We have to feel like we have to talk about some kind of random-ass bullshit. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> I, 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 I know the reference. I just can't think. Like, well, I know where you get yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Well, Say what, one more time, motherfucker. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank I, you. Like, I know this. Why don't I... I <laughs> what? Said, what? 
This is two times. This is two times. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you and what? Fuck you and what? What? What's next? What? Wait, so, what? so you just have to fuck what? me. What? Uh, are you good with this? Because we no. What? Some later. Oh, cool. That works. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you offered. <laughs> yeah, someone needs to make a gift of Stone Cold saying what, and then Jewel saying, "What? Well, say what one more time, motherfucker." <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure the internet has done this. I'll have to find it. Somebody's got to done it. All right. All right. So let's move on here, uh, real quick. Just a quick note. We, as the Gotham Press, are available on Google Play Music. Google! Yay! Yay. So, please, if you have a Google phone and you just haven't found the urge to, to get us anywhere because you're clicking on your phone, now you can. No excuse. All right, let's see. Moving right along. Uh, getting to the game section. Uh, we have a board game that we didn't get to play, sadly, tonight, but you all were telling me about it. What's, what's it called again? Epic Spell Wars. Epic Spell Wars. Explain to the listeners, what is Epic Spell Wars? A good time. <laughs> that sounds you have, dirty in so many ways. Well, you know, you have, like, what is it? It's like a... Oh. You got a source quality and delivery spell. No, we should just go grab some of the cards and lay I out a spell. Right here. Then yeah, pull them out, out pull them out. Like That's the, right, pull them out. The something <laughs> rock hard cockatwice. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. Quite literally. Pull off the rock hard cockatwice? Yeah, pull off the rock hard cockatwice. Well, while we're saying that, I'm sure we talk about another game real quick. So, this is a game that I found. <laughs> and what happens in this game is it actually allows you, once you get your character, to grow old and die. Like, in game. Now. What happens is, depending on how you... Oh, yeah, I guess that was if I say the name of the game, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shh. I'm working on these things. You're so failing basically, tonight. You're, you're I saying, am failing tonight. You're saying that your characters cannot reach level 9,000? Well, yeah. you can reach 9,000, but then you'll die. <laughs> you just can't get over 9,000. Exactly. Uh, so okay. stop adventuring at 9,000. Yes. Stop adventuring at 9,000? Stop adventuring at 9,000. Chronicles of uh, no, Illyria? No. Illyria, yeah. Illyria. Yeah, that's all I, I heard, Yeah, I heard about this one before we even put it on there, out there. Okay. Yeah, I heard about it uh, a couple months ago, whenever the beta was starting to come out. Yeah. So how did you hear walkers, about a beta like, before you, I did? You quest, <laughs> and then you get enough money to buy dentures in your walker. <laughs> I don't think it's quite that so in-depth. But mean? I don't know. Because uh, this game was interesting to me, because usually you, when you get into a game... You live forever. You do everything. You're always that character. But if you have only a finite amount of time, and then you're dead, it's like, oh, crap, I have to do all the things. And it's permadeath. Once that character is dead, you're done. So one of the examples I gave is you can live just a life. You can get a store and just work in that store day in and day out, which sounds horrible for a video game. Yeah. But if that's what you're into, it gives you that option. Farming and wow. It, well, <laughs> Sorry. So, so much grinding. <laughs> so much grinding. And not the fun kind. <laughs> oh. And that's why I stopped playing wow. At like level five. <laughs> you found, you found yeah. a funner way to grind? <laughs> I stopped at level two. I was like, nope. I have not friends working. with me until level five. And then, they, and then they just left you? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, now, the, the game sounds sounds really good, and they've got a couple of videos that I saw, 
as far as showing how your character ages and all that. I'm glad they've been able to keep it because from where I first heard about it a couple months ago to now it looks like they've stayed true to what it they said it was going to be because mm-hmm. I always hate that when you hear it's going to be like one way and then like three months later it's like bitch nope and like the other direction so I'm really glad that they've kept the entire theme consistent from where I first heard about it and yes I've heard about a game before use the list calm down so <laughs> riddle me this if you've got a rating party and all of your party members are 75, 80 years old, <laughs> would it be rating of geriatric proportions? <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes, sir. Yes, it would. Nice. Right. Thank well, you. Thank you. Well, as far, well with, along with this, uh, they're still, they have their Kickstarter that's going right now. Mm. And they're looking to get 900,000. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because everybody wants money on Kickstarter. I don't understand why. I like it's like they just come in. It's like please give us money. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what half the Kickstarters on there are. That's isn't what it? all the Kickstarters. Are. <laughs> it was a joke. So oh. like we're, we're we're bad mouthing Kickstarter campaigns as the lead into us announcing. Good job. Oh. Okay. But here's well, one that isn't full. There you, see, that's what I was going to get to. <laughs> and then she just spoiled the whole thing. Oh, oh, you have, you have to go back. Card no, we have the cards. No. But we have the cards. Let's go we back to the cards. So we can, hear, okay. we can hear how the spell thing works. Epic Spell Wars, you only get 20 HP, which is health points for anyone who doesn't game. And uh, each card allows you to do something different. But you have to have a source, a quality, and a delivery. So it would be Burning Bangers, Sparkling, Berserker. So, like Burning Bangers, you can choose to take the standee that's in the game and deal a damage, or you can also deal three damage to anyone else that hasn't acted. Sparkling, you deal one die of damage to a random foe, and then if you happen to snake the standee, you can then do two damage to the next person. Nice. And then Berserker, you target one of your foes that does not have the standee, so that could be anyone that's screwed, because then if it's the same element like these three or fire, that means you get three dice. And you get to kill, basically do massive damage. Yeah, especially way. if you get like their maximum, you can do uh, three damage or uh, s- uh, six damage if target is like your last foe that's still alive, and then you get to also keep the creature card so you can turn around and use it again. Oh, nice. See, when you said that whole like the whole thing, all I pictured was this big, burly, sparkling gay dude skipping through a forest shooting fireballs well, at his ass. <laughs> like, that is all that came through my head. Actually, that's one of the characters. <laughs> His name is Faye Ticklebottom. Yeah, yeah, that's yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's all right. the characters are actually pretty redonkulous. No, I just like the, I know, yeah. but the whole phrase, I like seriously, think. big burly overlooking dude skipping through a for, forest shooting fireballs out of his ass. That is all <laughs> that was going through my head. Okay, so there you go. You can see. And well, we can see. Is a freaking yeah, boat. we can see. Oh, that's a different kind of berserker than usual. But see, that's even funnier. Shooting fireballs out of his ass. I think the fireballs uh, are in his ass. There there are some great cards in the game. I mean, uh, a sex squatch. Sex squatch? Can we remember? Cockatwice. 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 Instead of a cockatoo, cockatwice. (laughs) What what else is there? Mm, Well, there's Bob, Um, the pimp dimps. Pimp dimps. Your bitch witch. Bitch witch? You were talking about the characters. You pick your character and they. They have names like Fu King, the Dragon Lord, uh, Cuddle Wizard, Sir Kitty Purrington. Right. There. That's all. That's all you ever. Hey. <laughs> all right. Uh, 
trying to try Can to I just say here. that these and, guys and are so much better with a British accent? Like, the more you're talking, <laughs> the more I'm like, Please. Everything is better with a British accent. It is. Uh, Angelica, Angel Face, the Angelic Angel of Misery. Uh, Granny Flufferbutter, the sweetest witch. Uh, Rig- Riggy Mortis, the bone lich. And yeah, just great <laughs> illustrations, great, uh, it's, it's just a fun game where you get to really screw with each other and, yeah. Alright, so before we do this, what was the name of the game one more time? It's called Epic Spell Wars. Epic Spell Wars. Those and, were- I mean, I know it's a short podcast and everything, but they could also go on a tabletop, so you're welcome, Will Wheaton, and actually watch how the game's played. Will Wheaton! We will have to hashtag him. Oh, someday we're going to have Will Wheaton on the podcast. Quill Wheaton? Quill Wheaton. Quill Wheaton. Okay, Stewie. Again, there are a couple of variations of it. Uh, Rumble at Castle Tentacle. Yes! (laughs) Wait, wait, is that where you have tentacles fucking you and you're killing things? There's like a Shagnagrath or something which has tentacles with mouths and eyes on. Oh my god, my uh, biggest fantasy just came true. This other one is called uh, Dual Mount Skull's Fire. Okay. Yeah, I think Skull's Fire is the first one, and Tentacle is the second one, I think. Yeah. Tentacle. Right. So, just, so just in case you guys haven't listened to our podcast before, on one of the earlier episodes, we found out that Zealus is looking to get a tentacle outfit just for Leopard. <laughs> oh, we were building a 3D printed tentacle cosplay for somebody, and then she uh, what ran out t- of money. Well, kind of. Uh, you know Tokyo Ghoul? Yes. Okay, she wanted to do a gender bent uh, Dante from um, Tokyo uh, from Tokyo Ghoul, and so yeah, she she wanted to have kind of independently moving tentacles that would move around on her back while she was walking around at uh, the convention, and so we we are still developing this well, technology. Her fabric got messed up. Her fabric got messed up. Oh yeah. Sure we but, See, uh, she'd so. be the person I'm seeing walking through the convention. Literally, I just jump and rape. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the, that moment, we're Wouldn't like, "Wouldn't that be the other way around?" No, <laughs> I don't, because she's no. looking for a girl partner. Hey, girl. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, no, but that'd be the moment where it's like literally like half people are like, get them the fuck out of here, and the other half people are like, wait, let them finish. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a moment of trying to see like the battle of the nerds, the ones who are too shy to admit they like sex, the ones who do nothing but sex, like fighting to like be like, no, let the freak, let the freaks finish. <laughs> so that'd be, I don't know, that'd kind of be interesting. The ones anyway. who do like sex typically are stronger because they jack off more. <laughs> they awesome. will win the battle. No, what you, what you do is, and this is going to be at least one person. Gonna go in there, stop everybody. Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then there's gonna be like katana fights from like one person to the other. There's gonna be like random things being thrown. Like, be like the biggest cosplay war ever as I'm fucking this random person in the middle of the That would be tentacles. awesome. Somebody be animal. As long as there's video of it. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> There'd be video like, somewhere. This is crunchy talking. Um, <laughs> and for some reason, this would be one of the only events ever where somebody did not th- put out their cell phone and start recording. No, oh. they're all too busy fighting. Like, yeah, either stop it or finish it. Fucking, it's just, yeah. yeah. That's when one of the guys up there have the security footage, and they're like, yeah. it's somehow not the security guard's like, do we stop it or do we masturbate? No, fuck this, we're masturbating. Right. Right. I, I, have a, I have a story about this. this is oh, do tell. Time to go rape it, just go. I used to work uh, as a security guard at uh, one of the local hospitals here. And um, I, I, wor- I worked the graveyard shift, and um, 
I was in the in the security office, and we have all of the cameras and everything. And I'm in there with my supervisor, and we were uh, we're I, think, I don't know what we were doing. I think we were watching a movie or something. Anyway, he noticed not, not being secure. Yeah, we're <laughs> three o'clock in the morning. No, nothing's going on. Um, and my supervisor happens to notice on the camera that some people are starting to kind of get down. Oh. And uh, the I, I don't. It wasn't the ICU waiting room. Um, I think it was the DOU. Oh, this uh, is actually inside the hospital. Yeah, like oh. it was in, in the DOU, uh, which is direct ob- observation. Like when your family member is like really fucked up, you're like <laughs> an inch away from dying, like that's the waiting room that you go to. And there's a camera in there, some couches and stuff. And we're sitting there, we're, 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 uh, we're watching them, you know, and the, the girl keeps going to the door and watching, the, 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 looking through the window, making sure no one's coming in. They, uh, they notice the camera, so they go like underneath the camera and like, Oh, we're gonna go bust them, and so we run up there real quick, and it's uh, we open up the door, and that girl hopped up so fast. I had never seen any anyone hop up so fast, and they had those looks on their face like, oh shit, and the guys like all trying to put his dick away and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Great, <laughs> good stuff. So we just had some random people walk in to the studio. <laughs> uh, you walked in during recording. This is your fault. Yeah, this uh. is this funny. So how you doing, Goat? Doing all right. All right. Goat has returned. Goat, did you miss us that much? Absolutely, I did. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, this is uh, this is the the last night you're. No, no, you're. Oh yeah, you are taking off tomorrow morning, huh? Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is the last night Goat's going to be in uh, Cali as a resident. So. Really, I was never a resident. <laughs> well, yeah. Technically, he wasn't a legal resident. He was a illegal alien. <laughs> but yeah, um, so goat's gonna be taken off tomorrow. So salutes to you, goat. Be safe. Fairly well, goat. Thank you much. Have fun. Yeah. Yes. Goats. These are all strangers. Yes. Stranger danger and all that. Nice. <laughs> we like that here. Oh, here. Let's move on to the next topic here, real quick. All right. So the reason you all are here, strangers. Mm-hmm. Is that you have this thing, this this movie that you're doing? A totally awesome movie. A mm-hmm. totally awesome movie. Yeah. So I believe you said the name was Spoof. It's Spoof the Saga. Spoof the Saga. Yeah. Okay. So let's get a little bit deeper in this. Where did Spoof the Saga come from? Where does it come from? Where did it come from? Where his was... brain. It came from his brain. <laughs> Whose brain? UK's brain. UK's brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. UK, are you just a little bit touched in the head? Just a bit touched. Yeah. I, I get touched in the head every time I say something inappropriate. And the guy who touched him has to have a little sign in his yard. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you've been working on this for what, maybe a decade? This one, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the I, I originally started to uh, to write my first ideas, my first jokes for this uh, about a decade ago, um, but yeah. It, Trying to find the right people to, to do uh, any project. Finding the talented people who will volunteer for a project that is not their own is difficult. And yeah, just the, the stars aligned right now. And uh, I find myself surrounded by very talented people who are uh, willing to, to donate their, their time. And it is finally happening. Uh, right now, I am working on four scripts for for short, this series of short films, mm-hmm. and um, 
yeah, thanks to a bunch of great people, it is finally happening. Right, you said uh, Spoof is going to be a four-part saga? It is a exactly four-part right. saga. A trilogy that is so big, it had to be a four-part <laughs> Which is what? A reference to... That, that, any, si- any sci-fi movie? Yes, pretty yep. much, but there's it, it's specifically everything from everywhere. Uh, like, um, uh, who, wrote, hit, who, who wrote it? Douglas Adams. Douglas Adams. Yeah, there's a reference to, to, to his, uh-huh. his universe. But yeah, we're working on four parts, uh, episode one, two, three, and then a prequel. Which is going to be all CG. So oh. No, it is not going to be all CG. <laughs> we, we are trying to keep CG to a minimum. I know. Um, but yeah, the, the reason why it's a prequel, um, give you guys a little bit of backstory. Uh, we, we were trying to do episode one, mm-hmm. and we, we found ourselves encountering the curse of Luke. The curse of Luke. We, every time we cast somebody as Luke, we would hold auditions, we would meet with a dozen or more people, and we would make our selection, and that person would suddenly leave Bakersfield. <sighs> and so o- over, <coughs> over a series of, you know, se- a period of several months, we went through three different Lukes until we, we have our, our fourth Luke, he affectionately known as Quattro. Quattro. And, uh, or Smallville. He, or Smallville, <laughs> because he, he, he could easily play Superman. Um, and, and yeah, so we're on Luke number four. But the reason why I wrote a prequel is because we kept losing Lukes. So I started writing a, a, a prequel that did not involve the Luke Flyswatter character. And uh, as soon as I started doing that, we found a Luke that stuck. And yeah. So... Quick idea for the prequel, because I'm not okay. a screenwriter. <laughs> um, in the prequel, you just make reference to all the different loops that came before. We're, we're, we're good. We've got a. There's still room to write on the the, the prequel. It's not fully finished, um, but yeah, I mean, so, some some kind of hints of what goes on there. There there is a, a, a kinky jail scene. Oh, I, 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 you I like know. how he looks over at Crunchy. <laughs> 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 well, for that Crunchy well, well, which, which role am I playing in that? It, you, you, it is uh, Crunchy. You'll be catching. Crunchy is catching. Crunchy, Creepio, and, and Hans Yolo are in a prison cell. And yeah. They do the Eiffel Tower. And, and I gotta, I gotta <laughs> take, the, take it for the team. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta okay, do. No, you're definitely gonna have to pay me. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only way we would be able to pay you is <coughs> transition, <coughs> <coughs> segue <coughs> oh. into um, our, our Kickstarter campaign. Oh, Kickstarter campaign? Yeah, that, that, that was that, that was seamless. Suck. That was right. perfect. That was I'm glad you ca- I'm glad you caught what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wasn't catching. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if, and we will put it on there. If if you if you are funny, even if you think you are funny, <laughs> we'll uh, if if you want to make uh, the appropriate donation, uh, you can get some of your lines, some of your jokes, into uh, one of the future episodes. Yep. I wonder if they're if they think they're funny <coughs> and they're not, is the character going to break the fourth wall and just shake his head? Uh, it, awesome. would, it would not be the first time because <laughs> <laughs> it, it, the, the project is very meta, or meta, however you want to meta, pronounce it. Weta. 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 Potato, potato. 
Um, so very, very meta. And um, so yeah, we break the fourth wall. We make references about how lousy the writing is. And so, yeah. Good times, yeah. good times. So Which, uh, with our Kickstarter, are we gonna give away any more props too? Uh, I, I don't remember the full list of incentives off the top of my head, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to have scripts, um, one of our props. Midpoint, one of our midpoint things that we're going to introduce in about two weeks is going to be the 3D printed Fool's Folly. Yeah, we, we had... But it's uh, not up there yet, because we're waiting. We're, we're going to add incentives as things go along, but yeah, we, we had a, a CG artist design some CG models for our ships. And we are gonna 3D print at least one mm -hmm. uh, of that to, to give away as an incentive. And uh, yeah, we're gonna have props from the movie, uh, walk on roles and things for the movie. If you're a, a cool cosplayer with an excellent costume, we'll put you on there. Absolutely. Yeah, so our goal is $20,000. The goal is 20000 yeah. and that, that's kind of a, a modest goal for um, a four part I mean, movie. For, for yeah, for for four episodes, you you talked earlier, awesome about um, like the was it nine hundred thousand and nine hundred thousand dollar Kickstarter, uh, yeah. Kickstarter. There there are other projects out there that want you know over a million, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. So we're we're only asking for twenty thousand. We we're cheap, so and easy and easy, just ask Crunchy. Crunchy, I to you know the stranger. <laughs> role is in this whole project now. It's, it's evolved. Uh, His role is Horse Dick. Haven't you realized that? Oh. Yeah, uh, I always wanted to film a porno. I just didn't think it was going to be a Star Wars related. Oh, hey, there's something you could do. You could uh, make one of the one of the benefits of the Kickstarter, like at a I don't know, five thousand dollar donation. Uh, yeah, yeah. You get that to add they get to do a porn with Horse Dick. Thank well, you. see, that, I don't know. That, that's a little cheap. I, I did. Think <laughs> that, like, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're worth more than that. That's what you're I'm making saying. him yeah. fuck John's YOLO with nothing, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if somebody wants to donate the whole 20000 we will shoot a porno. <laughs> I think it's not worth, like, just take them. Just, like, take them. <laughs> I, I, I know there's a lot of actresses in, in Bakersfield that really want their big break, so this could be their big break. <laughs> All right, man. You're getting a dude. <laughs> if they turn like a full twenty thousand, in that case, it's got to be twenty five thousand. Shit. Oh. <laughs> is that for pitching or catching? <laughs> Let, let's lay. Let's lay it down. You know what? For twenty five five, we'll do either one. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say, let's let a quarter decide. That. <laughs> okay, right. so moving right along. Yeah, let's go ahead. And move. Uh, real quick before we do, when is this supposed to be out? The completed thing, we'll be doing it at Bakersfield Comic Con, November 12th and 13th of this year. All right, so if you're going to... Kickstarter mm -hmm. ends on yep, the 3rd of June at 11.43 p.m. So time is running out. Yep. All right, 3rd of June for the Kickstarter mm -hmm. and Bakersfield Comic Con for the movie. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's go ahead and move on here. Uh, just a real quick blurb I, I saw earlier. Did anybody watch Supergirl on CBS? I, I have watched it. I watched a little bit of it. Yeah. I watched I watched two episodes and kept saying, okay, I'm going to go back. I want to watch the episode where they did the crossover with Flash. That's really the only thing okay. that I want to see. Mm -hmm. uh, apparently, though, CBS may just be dropping the show and CW may be picking it up. That means that Supergirl will be added into their whole universe there. Okay. Yeah. 
right. I just wanted to speak on that blurb real quick. Mm-hmm. All right, so I mean, it, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it's not great, but it wasn't that bad. Uh, well, I, one day I'll look through and I'll be like, oh, okay, I see what they were doing there. It could have worked. <laughs> the biggest complaint was like the first two episodes. People said it got too much of a Wonder Woman feel, like woman power righteousness. And that, 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 that's a comics. continuing theme throughout. It, yeah. it's, it's a whole lot of uh, girl power. Nothing against that. No. But it, it gets a little kind of you're you're, you're beating that horse again mm-hmm. and again and again and again. All right, let's see. Here. I didn't realize you were going to be Pete Crunchy. <laughs> this is just evolving into I'm getting like fucked in a jail cell to beaten yep. to like goddamn like they're whoring you up for money. Well, you know you are an actor, so you have to fill many roles. Yeah, or many holes. Mean, yeah, <laughs> many holes. Real quick, Zealous, is there any other kind of whoring? I mean, if not for money, what else? I'm horny, like. No, that's called slutting. Yeah, that's 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 slutting, and we we will not slut shame here. But I'm I'm curious: is there any other kind of whoring? Food. Well, that's compensation still. (laughs) But you said money, not you said money. Oh, I have I have a story. Okay. Oh. 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 Uh, Talking about this. um, Being a whore. Oh yeah. uh, I like to collect uh, silver and coins and just all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And um, it, luckily, she was very attractive. A little, uh, Filipino nurse. She was like, "Hey, you know, it, it's kind of bad, but um, while my boyfriend's away, you know, you can come over and do whatever you want, and I'll pay you in silver, like one in, one ounce wow. silver bars." So what you what? is you Did really you do are? It? Yeah, oh. I, I got paid in silver to like fuck this chick. <laughs> Is there any more silver? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I keep it safe. So. No, no, does she have any more oh, silver? No, she, oh, no, she, she moved away. Like, Damn it. Yeah, that, oh. that, that, yeah, that was years ago. Oh, poor Greedy. Alright, yeah, let's uh, move on to, the t- to our tech section. Tech! Alright, so, skin track wearables. I did not put this in. Who, whose is this? I didn't do it. I think it was Fiend. And of course, Fiend isn't here tonight. Okay, everybody gets one. She does have, this is our first one. I do know roughly what this is talking about. Oh, please. Please Please educate Um, us. I I didn't go as in detail as probably she would have been able to, but I do know some of it. It's basically something similar to like a uh, watch or like a wristband to put on. And then it maps your arm and maps the skin and then projects a screen onto that. So literally, and it watches your movements and where you basically break the light, and it makes your arm like a foam screen or a TV screen in which you can press the screen and press the buttons on it, but it's just your arm, all from this wristband. There's a wristband and then a ring. Okay, I hadn't heard about I hadn't heard about the ring, but I had. Yeah, it was the wristband that projects it, and literally, basically, your felt your arm becomes your phone and screen and everything. I've actually heard of this one too. Now that she described it, (laughs) (laughs) it's rough right now. Well, I imagine so. It like it's it's working over seventy percent of the time, but not much over seventy percent. The only thing I can think of is like you know how light it has to reflect off of something, right? Yeah. Well, so, it's not just that; it's also having issues with anyone who has tattoos on their arms. The um, tattoo, the coloring, the ink actually messes with the light sensors, uh, and mm-hmm. so anything like that messes with it. And therefore, um, actually, dark skin it messes with it. Well, I'm safe there. Sorry, <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I can't help what it does or doesn't mess with. Okay, like this is true. 
Well, I was just saying, I was like, huh, I wonder if HD here is going to try it on other appendages to see if it works. <laughs> uh, that is a good Only question. Does it mess with this? I, I don't know if it messes with penises. I apologize. I have not done extensive enough research. I will get on that personally with horse steak and we'll get this figured out for you. Oh, my. <laughs> All right, cool. Sounds like one afternoon. So you're getting on that with horse steak? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think you just got in trouble. It's possible. Nope. I do it a lot. Mm. <laughs> All right, let's see here. All right. Well, and... permission granted, of course. <laughs> oh, okay, there you go. Who put in the book today? Me. I did. I oh. did the book today. Well, Leopard, tell us about your book. Hi. Hi. Because I haven't talked at all this entire time. Um, so the book of the day is Lolita by Vladimir Nabokov. I just butchered that. I apologize. So I was on FetLife the other day and going through the kinky and popular page and came across a writing called The Problem with Lolita Trope in Kink and Pop Culture by a woman named Pushing Daisies out of Seattle, Washington. And I have gotten permission to use her. That was going to be my next question. Like, do I you have, have got, permission? I have, do you have permission to use to reference this and to talk about her? Um, she's actually listening tonight, so thank you so much for push, putting this up. Um, I hadn't actually heard of the book before. I have first heard of the pop culture Lolita, you know, cute little Japanese girls being fucked by older men. Like, that, that, that was a thing. And so... I wasn't aware of the book, and so after reading this, it basically points out how the fact that the book is actually about a pedophile who falls in love with the 12-year-old and ends up kidnapping the 12-year-old, taking the 12-year-old as the, the girl grows up and ages across the country and then living with her and all these other things. Um, and from his perspective, it I mean, as much as possible, it doesn't sound perverted. It sounds like a loving relationship. It sounds like this great thing. And so people have modeled some of their um, little play after a similar thing. And her point on the KMP, at least, was that people are mis- were misreading some of the hidden messages, which are, as I'm reading it now, are definitely there. It definitely only shows what he wants you to see. It's only showing the fact that she wants to be there. She's doing that while at the same time referencing the fact that this little girl cries herself asleep at night. So it's a very interesting story and a very interesting perspective. I mean, I've read autobiographies from pedophiles. I've read things from victims. I've read a lot of different things from the whole different world. And this is more, this is, as far as I know, is a nonfiction, or is a fiction novel, sorry, is a fiction novel. Um, And it's a very interesting perspective to read about it. Um, It really as far as I can tell so far, doesn't really do many trigger points, so it is relatively safe for someone who doesn't necessarily want to read about an actual pedophile himself. There's a couple of things, but it's actually really not all that terrible, you know, considering the subject. Um, But honestly, I'm about halfway, a little halfway through through it right now. I'm greatly enjoying the perspective and the story it goes through, but then again, I like fucked up things. And again, I'm extremely thankful to Pushing Daisies for... Putting that right for introducing that to me and basically standing on her soapbox to kind of get people right in on what the story was truly about. So I severely recommend reading both, both the book and her. And the writing. And the writing that she posted. Um, they're both fascinating, and I've been kind of thinking about that the past week or so. And I, I haven't read the book. It's quote unquote a, a classic. It, it is mm-hmm. a, a book that's been out for a while and kind, of, kind of famous. 
Uh, I've never read it. I think I have a copy somewhere. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah it, it's it's been turned into a movie multiple times. Jeremy Irons yeah. uh, played the the main adult actor. Well, and her point was that usually thing. whenever it's turned into a movie or turned into a play or whatever, mm-hmm. it's twisted. A, it's twisted into like a love story almost. Mm-hmm. And I haven't gotten to the end of the book, so I don't know how it ends. I believe it ends with him in jail, uh, just from the reading and the hints. Um, so I don't know how it ends, but how she was talking about is that so many of the things, the culture that's created from this book and the plays and the movies all created, it, they turn into a love story almost. Mm-hmm. And that's not what the point of the book is about. And there's a lot of hidden messages in the book that key into that. The fact that he, basically the man, the pedophile, just pretends or shuts down that it isn't there. Oh, she's just being a brat. Oh, she's just being my Lolita. She's just being adorable. She's just pushing boundaries because what childs do. And there's all these hidden messages in there that you can look and read and find. So that actually sounds like <laughs> like an interesting read. It really is. It's, it's a mind fuck. But then again, I enjoy those things. So, well, listeners, if you are interested in that and want to check, check it out, it's Lolita, and the author's name was Vladimir uh, Nabokov. Yeah, I, I can't pronounce that. Right. No worries. So, at this point, I think it's time for us to move into our kink news. Whoop whoop. Wait, did you whoop whoop? I did. Fuck you. You, you, you did forget something. What did I forget? What is my, my segment, which I don't actually have anything for. <laughs> no, no, no. There's a reason. There's an actual reason. We're in the middle of a major tournament in the league right now. It is the uh, Invitationals. Yes, Invitationals. So I can't just talk about one particular match or a couple of particular matches. There's like eight yesterday alone. There's like five or six tonight, and tonight being when we recorded. So um, I'm going to look up the standings whenever this is all done, and I'm going to post it on Twitter. All right. Okay. And what's our Twitter? Gotham Press Pod. So follow at Gotham Press Pod on Twitter to get all the information directly from Zealus. Hey there, you nerdy kinksters. This is The Eighth, and I'm excited to talk to all of you on our next episode. But until then, don't miss the Hustler Hollywood Masturbation Workshop, May 19th at 7pm, located at the Hustler Hollywood Bakersfield on Ming Avenue. Single or with a partner, fingers or toys, I'll show you all the latest and greatest in getting off. So now we're kink. Now we're kink. Yeah, now we can be kinky. (laughs) Now we can. (laughs) Because we haven't brought that up with dungeon porn and things like no, that. No, 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 no. None of this previous stuff has been kinky. Whatever. Either. No, 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 no. There's not crosses next to us. There's <laughs> bloggers. And, <laughs> and horrible artwork. <laughs> yeah, that <was> <laughs> yeah. The artwork I'm referring to is the picture that uh, Greedy received from WonderCon. Sign on happiness. Sign on happiness. awesome. All right, let's see here. So, let's get straight to our listener's suggested topic, which hardly comes from Greedy's Mistress. Uh, well, it's ironic that you got something from her, because <laughs> she's, uh, well, shy. So, yeah, uh, her, her question is... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you, leopards. <laughs> I'm sorry. I always find it funny when she has a shy moment, because it's just fucking hilarious. Oh, I hope she hears that. I hope so too. I love you so much, but I think it's adorable. So, uh, my mistress proposed the question, why do we play? What do you get out of topping, dominating, or bottoming slash submitting? So, um, why do we play? I, I, I realize our guests save one, 
<laughs> probably, probably don't have a deep connection to this question, but personally for me, I mean, I play because of the emotional connection I get with the, the people I play with, you know? It, it brings me in closer to them. And uh, there, was, there was a girl in my, in my store today that was asking exactly about this. And I, I, didn't, I, didn't have, I didn't have the right words to tell her. So I, uh, she'll, she'll be listening to this at one point or another. Yay, I play, yeah, I play because it gives me a, a deeper-rooted connection with the person I play with. In this case, my mistress. It, it just brings us closer. It, it builds that bond between us. And I, I've, I've never found anything that gives me that, that connection like this. So, for me, it's, it's all about the connection. It's about the emotional draw, the emotional bond between dominant and submissive. I think that's a, this is crunchy. I think that you hit the nail on the head there, Brady. The, the way I see it is compared to, say, like a, a vanilla type of relationship, it's still a little bit embarrassed to, like, you know, talk about that kind of thing, especially, you know... To introduce these sorts yeah, of Yeah, it's, it's... I feel like it doesn't work, you know. Um, when in this type of relationship, uh, you know, you, you're more honest and open on a much deeper level that is I guess frowned upon in the regular world because yeah, oh no how dare you talk about that sort of thing that you may like yeah yeah and um, you know especially for, for for men you know being open about one to you know be written and all that stuff it's it's still it's very taboo in the in the regular world uh, uh, the reason that I play and everything is um, for kind of the same reasons that, you know, we go to, uh, like, a theme park and ride a roller coaster or, you know, go, you know, do things that are thrilling. It's, it's just a thrilling experience. It's fun. It's, you know, it's a lot of people, a lot of, it's something that a lot of people, I think, don't understand and, and they get all their knowledge from it from, from media, and, and which is totally wrong. It's <laughs> shows <you> great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. What about you, Zealous Leopard? Um, I mean, there's not much more. I mean, some of my, in talking about this life, some of my favorite things to talk about is the fact that we scare vanilla people by how intense we are. I mean, our relationships, they either end within, like, three months or they last for basically a lifetime because there's such a deep connection. That's not saying that, you know, vanilla relationships can't do that and that there's something wrong with them or they can't, but there's just a level underneath that that it takes to be able to trust someone. I mean, you know, we've talked multiple times about Zealous 90 breath play. That's a level of commitment that most people won't get to the point is that I almost let him kill me, and I enjoy it, and he enjoys it. And how many people can go up, to, can go up and say, I let my partner almost kill me every night, and he loves me at the end, and I know he loves me because of it. Like, there's just a piece there that doesn't make sense unless it's what you love unless it's what you have and I mean the sex is insane and I love the sex it's fabulous <laughs> the sex the sex is great the fact of learning all these different things that we're told our bodies shouldn't accept like pain or pressure or whatever and learning that these things can all feel good to us or you know whatever it is that part is absolutely fantastic and if that's all you stop at is the fact that sex is fantastic then hey sex is fantastic congratulations but to live the lifestyle there's just a piece there 
walking around all day, you know, if I do a protocol for him in the middle of the day when he's not around, it creates that bond. It means it, I carry him with me always in a deeper sense than what I will, than what I personally would in a vanilla relationship. Again, not mocking vanilla relationships. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with them. I'm not saying that they're not deep and loving. But I just found that in being in this type of relationship, in a kink relationship, I, I cannot imagine imagine having a deeper bond with someone because you're forced to. You're forced to have that deep relationship. You're forced to be there. Otherwise you die and the relationship ends and it's over and you move on to something else. I 100% agree with that. Like for me, um, the reason that I enjoy it, I enjoy the relationship aspect of it. Uh, even though me and my baby girl aren't anywhere near close to each other right now, you know, I talk to her all the time. I feel like, hey, I need to know what's going on in her life. I feel like, hey, this this relationship is really is really strong. And for me, when I do see her, it's a matter of, hey, I need to let all these emotions that have been building up just out in this amazingly, amazingly fun for me anyway, <laughs> uh, way of preferably leaving many bruises that she will get to admire for however long they happen to be there. And like a couple months ago when she when I did see her, you know, we played. There were bruises. She talked about those bruises for a while saying, you know, she loved them and she was gonna miss them when they were gone because they're reminders mm-hmm. of, you know, how much I, I do care for her and things of that nature. Well, and you brought up another thing that I was gonna say, kind of you didn't fully bring it up. It's a stress relief. You know, yes, because yes. you know, letting the emotions out that have built up that you can't let out in any other way, it relieves a lot of stress that everyday life can put on you. As far as play itself goes, doing a scene goes, it can be a major stress relief, and that's probably one of my favorite parts of it. Because currently, the where I'm having to live and how I'm having to live, I can't do many stress relieving methods. With, besides going to the gym, which I've just gotten cleared to go again by a doctor, yes. Congratulations. Yeah, so besides that, I don't have very many stress releases that I can do. Because I enjoy smoking a pipe, but where I'm currently living, I can't do that. And you can do you, that in my house. <laughs> <laughs> We're working on that next step. <laughs> yeah, so I can't do many of the other stress relief type things besides scening what seldom I can even do that so whenever I do get to it feels amazing to just let everything that's bothering me come out with the flogger come out in the strike of the cane come out in the ruler the whatever implement and tool that I'm using at that time well our, our quiet return yes here hey go what about you thinking about that the whole time. I think. Make sure you speak loud. Yeah, speak up, please. Walk over here, maybe. You're Uh, quiet and across the room. (laughs) No, so I was listening to everybody else and trying to think, okay, is he going to ask me this and what am I going to answer? I think after everybody kind of hit on a lot of the points that I like, uh, uh, agree there, hit on the the connection. The connection is definitely a thing. Uh, So did you. Um, Why do we play? It's it's a deep question. He nodded leopard. You said, so did you, and nodded. It's like, he nodded the leopard. <laughs> leopard, leopard, yes. I'm sorry, I just called you leopard. 
Unclean. <laughs> Not the first time. Oh. Uh, but uh, you know, originally I got into into this stuff kind of by chance. Uh, I walked into uh, one of those adult con things down in Los Angeles, thinking, you know, what kind of pervert goes to this? Straight my ticket. They had something going on in there that was kink related, and it's always been something I've had an interest in, and never really had the chance to get exposed to it or see it, other than something on the internet. So I walked into this little dungeon that they had set up, and my jaw hit the floor, and I didn't walk out of that thing until they were kicking us all out of the LA Convention Center. Oh wow! Um, so in there, I met a lot of people, and it just—I think it was the connection that I saw between these two people. That, you know, I knew that they had to have some kind of a relationship. But you, you see the dominant in the, in, the, in the scene, you look at the submissive, and you see them willingly give themselves over, and it just seemed like such a deep relationship, even if it was a temporary thing. Like, in that moment, you could see everything from the first date to the first time you make love to, to 20 years into the relationship where you're just, just comfortable in a moment. Yes. And it's like, can someone really achieve that? Can someone really feel that? Mm -hmm. So I was curious, and so here I am. And as Leopard said earlier, you know, relationships in the kink world, they are either, they burn really bright and flame out really fast, or they take take that slow burn, but when they last, they really last. I couldn't agree with that more. No, and uh, I like how you were talking about vanilla relationships and everything. Me and uh, Justin have been together 13 years, mm-hmm. and we're now getting to that point where I know he has a lot of interest, mm-hmm. and I'm starting to get to that point where we're trying some of them out, and mm-hmm. it's kind of cool because now I'm finding more of a freedom, and it's more of a bond between yeah. him. And the freedom, the freedom is fantastic. I mean, the freedom to just be yourself, to not be ashamed, to say that felt good. Like I'm bleeding, but that felt good. Like it's that it's that release of just being able to just literally be one hundred percent you with no judgment, and I mean it's crazy because you have to be so honest. You have to be completely honest with yourself, which is absolutely terrifying to be that honest with yourself, and then relay that honesty to your partner. I think that's probably what creates creates the deep bond initially, because I mean you have to say everything. Even if it's in the middle of the scene, you're like, I got a fart and you need to move. (laughs) But it's that moment of you need to be, of being completely honest with yourself, your needs, your wants, and relaying all of that, every piece of that to your partner. And then relaying it back to you, what they need, what they want, and how they feel about what's going on. How they feel, how you feel it. It's all that craziness mashed up together. And at the end of the night, you're laying there next to each other silent, just feeling loved. Because you let it all out, and they accepted every piece of you. And this was a great topic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so. you, Greedy's Mistress. Right? Yes. See, I, I was not it. expecting like a deep conversation. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it does happen. Mm-hmm. That's very, very cool. It's a subject I'm passionate about. Anytime someone asks me why do I do this. I end up going on like a three-hour rant, but yeah, like, no, we like, don't have three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never like been asked that question, or oh, this is crunchy, by the way. I've never been asked that question, or been like in a group of people that that question has come up. It's always just been kind of like surface kind of shit, mm-hmm. you know. But to actually like see people's like whys is like like wow. 
And then so, realizing that about yourself, too. So, welcome to our side. <laughs> he was already on our side. We no, no. It's well, the other ones. Like, oh, Chris. We oh. gotta, like, work on Chris. So, I, I was the one who was talking about, you know, fucking a girl and getting paid in silver. Right? Like, come like, on. <laughs> Like Chris well, is already Chris has already started. The intern Rich automatically horror. is with us because he's the intern. Like <laughs> now we just gotta get UK and Angela on our side. Like we're working there. We got this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'll, I'll be honest and open. Say whatever, but I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the shadow government. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. All right. Well, here let's move on. Uh, once again, thank you, Green Smith, just for a great topic. Yes, thank you very much. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to our kink of the week. Rope. Mm-hmm. So, who here has played with rope? Yay. Yeah. Hands up. No. <laughs> it's like everybody raises their hand. Oh, I'm sorry, my last one was handcuffs. So. Handcuffs are good. Handcuffs are good. Yeah. Handcuffs are fun. They hurt, but they're good. Wait a second. Repeat what you said. She said my, said my last one was handcuffs, not rope. Okay. I heard my asshole was handcuffed. And I was really confused. Like, show me well, how you can <laughs> you you've all, that one. You've all heard of rosebudding, right? Oh. No, my favorite point. Oh, no. Oh. No. No. And rope. For rope bunnies and rope tops. Yes, rope, rope all around. Usually. <laughs> and around and around. Yeah. And around. Like me personally, I've only played, I've only done, uh, I can't even say a full scene with rope, uh, maybe once or twice, mm-hmm. just trying to practice with people. Uh, I want to learn more, and I just need to find myself a proper rope bottom. <laughs> when I say proper, I just mean somebody's willing. <laughs> hey, you know you can tie me up anytime, just tell me to come over. I, I didn't. Well, there you go. All right. Yeah. I've had shock tie me up, and I about passed out from happiness. It was fantastic. Yeah, I probably won't be that good, but sure. No, he hogged, he hogged tie me one time in a demonstration, and when he went to go pick me up to undo me, I all but started crying. It was fantastic. I loved it. Oh, wow. All right. What about you, Crunchy? Rope? Um, you know, I suck at tying knots. Uh, <laughs> it's something I do want to uh, explore with. But, um, again, I haven't really had any, too many partners that are willing to share this experience. And once again, I love rope. I'm okay (laughs) with this. Okay, so we're just going to have to get a schedule for leverage here. Well, I don't have to be naked or anything to tie me up. Like, you're tying me up in rope. You get to practice, and I put in subsafes from rope alone. Like, it's all good times. There we go. All right. But Angela said that she played with rope some. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I think she's being coy. I, I'm not being coy. I'm just being quiet. Um, it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Were you the one that tying? I was being yeah, tired. I was doing the tying. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes I mean, the last time I did it, I didn't want to hold still. Mm-hmm. The first time I did it, I was 17. Mm-hmm. Which probably is not a good thing to talk about. And it was really <laughs> irritating because I was the one that wanted to be tied up. And he was like, I'm not so sure. And I struggled a little bit and he untied me. Yeah. Oh, so I funny. waited until he fell asleep and I tied him up and left him there. <laughs> <laughs> and awesome. I was like, I prefer it this way to that way. I know. Whatever. And that was pretty much the end at of that you, story. At least you showed him. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
I've more no I've never done a scene with rope mm-hmm. I'll just tie people up of practice more than anything else okay. um, I've tied up a couple of people at different events that we have here and one of them I tied, tied their arms behind their back and then around their chest a couple of times so it stayed on real tight and then tied their elbows in and just walked them around on a leash mm-hmm. for about what 10 15 minutes somewhere in there yeah. that's awesome and then their favorite thing to do is try to escape from binds. And I laughed. I said, like, go ahead and try. I put her, her arms behind her back and I put her elbows so tight together, she didn't have the room to wiggle them free. <laughs> I didn't let her struggle for about two minutes before she finally comes up to me and goes, okay, I give up. <laughs> Untie me. And that is how you, get, you gain submission. Right, like, and done. <laughs> like it's just done. I, I just I just had a thought. I think it would be kind of kind of funny to uh, like you know they're like okay you know on timing I'm like okay first I'm gonna hit you with the cattle prod then <laughs> wow but well see, that was a major that jump is, that is called consent violation my friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, no, that's called you have to discuss it beforehand. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course, but just. Hit him with a cattle prod, watch him squirrel around. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> you ever been hit with the cattle prod? Yeah. Sort of a strong taser. <laughs> you squirrel around when it hits you. Yeah, my, my grandparents own a ranch. I just to well, hit with the cattle, and like you know, they had to get him into the pen to castrate him, and I'd be hitting them with the Ooh. cattle prod, like get in line, you bastard. <laughs> Wait a second, that explains a lot. Your grandparents own a ranch, and you can't tie a knot. It's one of those. Yeah, I know it's weird. Uh, <laughs> someone could sit there and you know teach me, and I can do it all damn day. But come the following day, gotta start from square one. Ah, uh, dang! It just does not stay. What about you, though? Uh, Rope? Done, yeah, done some playing around with it. Uh, have a friend who's extremely talented with it that tried to teach me one time how to do some really intricate things. Um, gave me some things to practice with and kind of ended up in the same boat that you're in. The people that I had there to try to do this on, it was, no, I'm not in the mood. No, I want to do something else. Damn it, why don't we ever do rope? <laughs> it's like, because you're never in the mood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so I haven't had, had the experience with it that I like. My favorite thing currently to do with the rope, when I, I need to get some of this, some, some more of this actually, uh, is the Violet Wand Reactive Rope. Violet one reactive oh, rope. Nice. Yeah, it's got little metallic fibers throughout uh-huh. it. Oh, so you, so you can tie somebody. You don't even have to do a good. I mean, a good, a good job. You can drape it around somebody's arms and body and put it over through a couple of people. Hand them a violet wand. Contact. If, if I didn't say this the last time I was on here, the electric play is my thing. Um, <laughs> hand them the violet wand contact, and now they're electrified. You touch them anywhere. Take a metal implement, like the sensible fork that I have, or a knife touch it and it lights up the metal all through the rope and they feel it everywhere it's touching the body. Oh wow. It's amazing. That sounds like it'd be fun to watch. It's very fun to watch um, and you don't even have to spend the money on uh, expensive follow-on reactive rope. You can if you want to. It definitely looks good. Go to the dollar store get some holiday garland. (laughs) 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 Cheap, Cheap solution and it works just as effectively. And then oh. you fucking shocked me with it one time. That reminds me. I've got I've got a couple of your uh, violet wand floggers. I need to get those sent out to you. Um, I don't I don't know exactly where they are. I'd give them to you right now. But violet uh, wand floggers, intensity floggers. No, no. Well, 
Yes, I've got a set of those, and I've got uh, the the one that you gave me. I don't know, a year and a half, two years ago now. Okay. I, I, I feel bad. I never did fix it. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll get it out to you. All right. And do we have education for this rope? I was going to say, uh, as far as education on on the subject here, rope. Um, let's see. We have cr- you can look up crash restraint on YouTube. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Dejioto. Dejioto on YouTube. That is spelled D E G I O T T O. Yes. Yeah, we'll we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, it'll definitely be in the <laughs> Still show helps. notes. Some everyone looks. Well, what I'll do is uh, in the show notes, listeners. I'll have it listed, and I'll go out and find their YouTube channels to make it just a one-click for you all. Also, uh, Naughty Boys. Mm-hmm. Naughty Boys are good to look at as well. Um, so that's going to be for the education. Let's move on to the events going around. Uh, let's see. Who put in Minecon? Who plays Minecraft? Fiend. 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 I'm sorry. Damn you for being sick. Right. It's Okay. Again, you get one. I know about the game. I've known the about the con. Yeah, I'm not a Minecraft guy. Anybody here? Any of you guys play Minecraft? Nope. I know some six-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so which so, is not a dig at Minecraft. I just they're yeah. the only ones I know that play it. Right. No worries. No worries. I'm sure we can talk about that next time. Uh, but as far as the information in here, uh, Minecon is a Minecraft convention that happens in Anaheim. Uh, September 24th through the 25th. So for any listeners that are a fan, uh, take a look into that. Uh, Also, uh, update for me as far as DomCon. Uh, I will be going. It will just be on the Friday for DomCon. Uh, But I will be down there uh, later this month. Uh, When is that? Uh, That's going to be on the 20th. And where? Uh, In L.A. Yeah, I was going to be going the uh, 21st, 22nd, Saturday and Sunday, but we have too many local events going on, so I'm like, okay, I'll just go down on Friday and be okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, so with that, that is our last official topic. So just going to do a quick uh, round the room. Uh, any last thoughts? UK? Uh, nothing comes to mind. It, it's way past my bedtime. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is the brain just yeah, done? <laughs> Cool. It's been great. Yeah. Right. You want you. more stuff about Spook the Saga? Whether or not we should have a red band trailer for it? Get down with Creepio. So, Crunchy, are you going to get down with Creepio? Sure, why not? Well, <laughs> I thought Creepio really liked you. It makes <laughs> <laughs> so well, Creepio did stay the night at my house once. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing Creepio's already stayed at Crunchy's house. I know. That's why he should come stay at your house. <laughs> I don't think I feel safe now. You have more toys here. I'm trying to figure out, is Crypto kind of like the STD nobody actually wants, but everybody somehow gets? (laughs) How many STDs do you have? (laughs) Not as far as I fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) So, you came in for testing for AIDS, right? (laughs) So, Crunch, any last words? Uh... I definitely want to come back for and do another episode. That'd be great. Oh, okay. We have somebody that wants to come back. Ah, uh, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's the first one that stated he would. No, this, shocked it. Shocked, shocked it. it. Yeah. Uh, shocked it. This is the second time and will probably be the last time we have somebody that offers to be a repeat guest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sad. 
We scared them. Well, <laughs> I mean, see, well, see, see, nobody's on my level. See, yeah, um, gotta come up. Listeners, with. get on his level. <laughs> come on, bitch. And he's single. Oh my god. Anybody didn't catch that from all of his. Crunchy movies. is single. Crunchy with a horse stick is single and Crunchy. needs a rope bottom. Crunchy with a horse stick is single and will work for money. And he has a fursuit. Well, he can borrow it. Oh, for the furries <laughs> out there. For, for anyone who's into clowns, I have a clown suit as well. Oh. <laughs> Careful. Greedy's mistress might get a whole new. Wait, what? Wow. I thought you said yeah. it was missing the pants. There's, well, there's one clown that only wants. Well, hell, I'll just come with no pants. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Greedy. I, I, for once, have nothing else to say. Wow. Wow. Okay. No, this has been a fun episode for us. It has. It has indeed. <laughs> All right. Leopard? Meow. Meow as Thank a, you. Meow as always. Meow as always. Zealous? I actually do have something to say. What? Shock. Yeah. And all. <laughs> May is National Zombie Month. Why no. is there a National Zombie Month? I don't know. Because of America, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but the reason I know this is because of the Sofa King podcast. If you like this one and you like conspiracy theories, those guys are about as crazy and weird as we are. No kink stuff, but they do a lot of conspiracy theory shit. Check them out. I listen to them probably four episodes a day, five days a week at my job. Well, see, here's what we'll do is we'll contact those guys and see if they want to guest on ours or they want us to guest on theirs. That'd be both. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. All right. Alright, uh, intern, we're gonna we're gonna go down the line and hopefully you have something worth saying. Ouch. Ooh. That, that, that stings a little bit, I'm not gonna lie. Don't you be quiet here a lot. <laughs> well yeah, I mean everything that everybody's been saying already is pretty much stuff that I've been thinking about. <laughs> so you, you all kinda got said before I could say it, but no, like Crunchy was saying, this has been really entertaining and eye opening and if you guys wouldn't mind, yeah, I'd like to come back, maybe sit in on another episode or something as well. Yay, we have another one. Oh, Fantastic. wow. I love victims. <laughs> <laughs> so, listeners, uh, just so you know what's going on, uh, Greedy has just picked up a whip. Oh, God. A single tail. A single tail. Oh, man. I wonder how this will sound on the podcast. No. Oh, <laughs> no. And... <laughs> Leopard goes and hides behind oh, her, sir. Just don't hit my eyeball with poop. Wait, uh, oh, yeah, wait. you're out of range. Wait, wait, Chris, Chris, <laughs> say something. Chris, your thoughts. Chris. <laughs> well, if you guys don't mind, I would love to come back with Justin, uh, talk more nerd stuff, maybe even play a game. And if you guys want me to do more artwork, because I already did some for you, sir. Yes, I got hentai. I got tentacle hentai. <laughs> From both Chris and the UK. Yes. Yeah, you'll have to scan it. Oh, yeah. We'll put it on, we'll we'll put put it on Instagram, on guys. Yeah. We'll put it on Instagram. I was going to say, I don't think you can put that on Twitter or Facebook, but we can do it on Instagram. Tumblr. We can do it on Tumblr. We can start up on porn collection. What is our Tumblr and Instagram? Tumblr is Gotham Press Podcast. And guess what? Instagram is the same! Yay! So you have no excuse to not go and like it and see all of the amazing things that are there. Amazing, right? Amazing. 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 Okay, good. Continue, Chris. Yeah. 
I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> but you gave me because, the same time. And, you know, and if you behave and be nice to me, I might even do some League of Legends stuff for you. Ooh. <laughs> League of Legends hint Because my next, uh, <laughs> my next cosplay, I'm actually doing Malthael from Diablo 3, so okay. it's going to be a bitch. That sounds like, I know the character you're talking about, how oh, that's going to be. Yeah, it's two yeah. sets of different phones that i got to work with, so. I'm thinking about trying to make a fiddlesticks com- cosplay somehow. Oh, you don't like Teemo? <laughs> no, that's no. our dog. Fuck Satan. <laughs> We're making a Teemo costume for our Pomeranians. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and ironically, he loves hiding in the bush. You know, for all of you guys who lane with Teemo, you guys freaking suck. <laughs> Why would you lane with a Teemo? He doesn't need a lane partner. He just blinds you and poisons you before you can touch him. And on that note, Goat, do you have any last thoughts? It's never goodbye. It's just till next time. Yawa. Damn right. And awesome. All right. And this is awesome. Closing it out. Thank you all for coming in and being part of this insane podcast. Thank <laughs> you know. for having us. All right. Thank you no for problem. being head. No. <laughs> and had. Crunchy. And Phrasing. Had. <laughs> yeah, you need to learn about this. Whatever. Yeah. My last thoughts, just, hey, go out there, have fun, you know, don't break your toys, have fun with your toys, and uh, till next time, this is the Gotham Press Podcast. Bye! <laughs>